Beloved, I decided to sit here and talk to you about Halloween. I know that this is uh, a holiday now that's become so popular. You look all over America, people are dressed like demons. I was at the Toyota dealership and this lady came looking like a butterfly. She had wings in the back with the antennas of the butterfly and all of this. I said, ma'am, what in the world is this? And she shuddered, wondering, well, what's wrong with you, sir? I'm just trying to make the people happy. I said, by looking like a butterfly? I said, we have been deceived by the enemy. Anything you focus on, anything you meditate on, you become. If you watch ministries that dwell on demons, everybody's demonized. Everybody's under siege. Crazy things continue to happen. We are not told to study Satan. We are so, supposed to study God. What do you know about God to have time to study the devil? A resurrection house for all nations is hardly mentioned. One guy came here to preach. And then he kept talking about devils, and then all of a sudden, the queen of heaven was being, you know, taught, talked about, and, you know, these are the ones that snatch your keys and misplace them for you and cause you to be late, excuse me, you know, to meetings and all of that. I had to clean up my house and got rid of all those things. We're a glory house. And we focus on God and his glory and the reign of glory constantly falls on us. How can God's people dress up as devils and it should be okay? Haven't you heard that the Lord our God is a jealous God? His jealousy is not like yours and mine. His jealousy is protecting us from the things that would destroy us. And the church ignorantly barges into these things. And we send our children to the streets yeah, for candies we can afford. Placating demons, falling into the hands of devils. All of a sudden, airline stewardesses, it's everywhere, pilots. Hey, what has happened to America? Witches were given national coverage while they mid-burnings and incantations against President Trump. Look at what you got now that President Biden is the president. Look at what has happened to the supply chain. Gas prices, eh? no baby milk, no eggs, inflation everywhere. The border, people are pouring into the country. <laughs> we are like men. And then when I say this, oh, it's politics. It's not politics. We're dealing with the spiritual life of the people. The bewitching of America. That's what we are opposed to. And you need to join the crusade. We'd like to make available to you 
It's, even though it's not a publication, but it's called The Truth About Halloween by Bob McCurry. You need to read it. You see? Uh, I mean, he writes, excited children masquerading as witches, ghosts, goblins, demons, and other grotesque characters skipping through the neighborhood, knocking on doors, hmm? chanting trick or treat while holding out a sack in which one is to drop a piece of candy or other goodies. The party at school, church, or Sunday school, where they bob for apples, tell fortunes, or go through haunted houses. Decorations of jack-o'-lanterns, witches on brooms, and black cats with arched backs. It is Halloween, one of the strangest days of the year. Haven't you experienced these things? How could that be legitimate? Where is the Holy Spirit? Where are the angels of God? How are we going to be in the kingdom of God's dear son, Jesus Christ? And all of a sudden, we're dressing like his enemies. We're celebrating his enemies in his house. How daft, how spiritually daft can we be? May God save this generation. Are Halloween activities really just the simple, innocent holiday fun most people believe them to be? Are they really? Where did this holiday originate? Why is this holiday celebrated? History provides the answers. Though it was the Roman Catholic Church who designated the 31st of October date as All Hallows Eve or Eve of the Holy One's Day in prelude to their November 1st All Saints Day. It was earlier pagan peoples who gave the annual holiday the sinister meaning and traditions it still holds. It's all demonic. It's not of God. And the Church of Jesus Christ needs to get themselves out of these things. Satan doesn't play fair. When you expose yourself, your children to devils, that's what happened with that book that became so popular and the, the woman, the witch in England that wrote those books uh, and it was even made into a movies. Anybody in the studio remember the name? Harry Potter, yes, that's it. Harry Potter. And we're reading these things to our children. And demons are infesting our children. All of a sudden, they don't know who they are. And then we've invented pronouns now. Somebody says, I'm referred to as they. Don't you know what it means? If you are they, that means you have multi multiple personalities. You've been infested by devils. How can you be they? What's your personal pronoun? It's like stupid. We, we are sheepishly headed for destruction and nobody has the spine to stand up and say something. 
The American celebration rests upon Scottish and Irish folk customs, which can be traced in direct line from pre-Christian times. You have to understand Satan. When you beat him one way, he goes and regroups. And as a snake, finds another way to slay the rain. That's what he does. He is the snake that came into the Garden of Eden. And everything God does is a garden. And Satan always slithers in. There's always a snake in every garden. Your marriage, your house is a garden. And Satan finds a way to slither in. We must stop him. Although Halloween has become a night of rollicking fun, superstitious spells and eerie games which people take only half seriously, his beginnings were quite otherwise. The earliest Halloween celebrations were held by the Druids in honor of Sam Hain, Lord of the Dead. Can you believe this? whose festival fell on November the 1st. The people being celebrated at demonic entities, principalities, and powers. How can we join in, beloved? We need to wake up. This is spiritual warfare. Satan has taken over churches, messed up God's people, and we don't even have eyes to see. We're experiencing things that should be only for the unsaved. Our children flaking out. Not knowing who they are. Boys want to be girls. Girls want to be boys. Where do you think these things are coming from? These are demonic infestations. God never intended it to be so. He said the wicked are estranged from the womb. I keep telling preachers, you know, and ignorant churches, listen, these people are telling you they feel that way. Don't take it lightly. It's not a learned behavior in all cases. No, it happens in Europe based on the lifestyle of the parents. It's as soon as they're born, their thoughts fly. Like sparks, demons. As the same way you come to this church, you see the children are filled with the Holy Spirit from the womb. They gravitate to my voice. They love God. They worship. The same way people living, opening doors to these demons, the children are born and they're filled with devils and they're angry and they gravitate towards these things. You're casting spells. You're doing all kinds of crazy things. Demons. Or as somebody said here at our church, demons. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was a druidic belief that on the eve of this festival, Samhain, also called Saman, Lord of Death, called together the wicked souls or spirits that within the past 12 months had been condemned to inhabit the bodies of animals. Do you know what you're celebrating? The Druids an order of priests in ancient Gaul and Britain believe that on Halloween, ghosts, spirits, 
fairies, witches, and elves came out to harm people. They thought the cat was sacred and believed that cats had once been human beings but were changed as a punishment for evil deeds. <laughs> so cats were once human beings that were punished for evil deeds. If I get into that, I won't have time to finish this broadcast because even in Africa, growing up, we experienced so many things. I know one lady was cooking and the son lay dying next to the fire. He was so cold, you can never warm him up. He was sick. And all of a sudden, this black cat came out of the uh, shrubbery, you know, to the kitchen where the young man was. And the woman grabbed the cat and threw it into the fire. I know in America, then you call animal, whatever. And that cat screamed and stretched out in the fire and died. And her son got up, totally healed. It was witchcraft. Said so they were once human beings who were being punished for evil deeds. That's why they used them for witchcraft. From these druid druidic beliefs come the present day use of witches, ghosts, and cats in Halloween festivities. Halloween was the night for the universal walking about of all sorts of spirits, fairies, and ghosts, all of whom had liberty on that night. The pagans believed that on one night of the year, the souls of the dead returned to their original homes. There was a prevailing belief among all nations that at death, the souls of good men were taken possession of by good spirits and carried to paradise. But the souls of wicked men were left to wander in the space between earth and moon or consigned to the unseen world. These wandering spirits were in the habit of hunting the king or the living. But there were means by which these goats might be exorcised. You see, all that is going on with Halloween, and we're ignorantly going along because we will not pay attention. And if you do, people get all upset and start making noise because we can't stand truth, as the Bible says, in these last days. To exorcise these ghosts, that is, to free yourself from their supposed evil sway, you will have to set out food, give the demons a treat, and provide shelter for them during the night. See where the treat came from. If they were satisfied with your treat, it was believed they would leave you in peace. <laughs> Lord have mercy. If food and shelter were not provided, or if they were not satisfied, these spirits, it was believed, would trick you by casting an evil spell on you and cause havoc. You see whether it's trick or treat. If you treat them and give them what they want, then they left you in peace. If not, they trick you and cause havoc in your life. And we send our children as if it were to be slaughtered in our ignorance. And don't want anybody to tell you the truth. 
The modern custom of trick-or-treat began in Ireland hundreds of years ago. A group of farmers went from house to house begging food for the village. Halloween festivities in the name of their ancient gods. Good luck was promised to generous donors and threats were made against those who will not give. It's not volitional. It's by force. Thus, these ancient pagan traditions continue today as youngsters masquerading as ghosts, skeletons, and demons go trick or treating, begging, in a sense, for food, while promising to refrain from evil deeds. Is somebody hearing what I'm sharing? May God give wisdom to his church and deliver us <laughs> from spiritual ignorance. It was the Celts who chose the date of October 31st as their New Year's Eve and who originally intended it as a celebration of everything wicked. Everything wicked. The celebration of everything wicked. How can churches be participating in this? Everything wicked evil, and dead. Also, during their celebration, they will gather around a community bonfire and offer as sacrifice their animals, their crops, and sometimes themselves. Can you believe it? Somebody will literally offer themselves to these demons. And wearing costumes made from the heads and skins of other animals. They would also tell one another's fortunes for the coming year. The celebration remained much the same after the Romans conquered the cells around 43 AD. The Romans did, however, add a ceremony honoring their goddess of fruit and trees, and thus the association with apples, and the custom of bobbing for them. See how these things maturated over time. So as the Romans conquered the Celts, they added this fruit dimension to the celebration. The apparent harmless lighted pumpkin face, or jack-o'-lanterns, were named for a man called Jack who could not enter heaven or hell. As a result, he was doomed to wander in darkness with his lantern until judgment day. Fearful of spooks, folks began hollowing out turnips and pumpkins and placing lighted candles inside to scare evil spirits from the house. You see how these things emanated? And then we just sheepishly join them in doing these things. While we say we are Christians or church people, and we saunter into the demonic, messing up our families, may God give us wisdom. 
Since Halloween is unmistakably pagan in its origin and practice, how did the professing church come to accept and keep such a day? How did the church get in, in this? You say history provides the answer. Ever since the time of Constantine, who made Catholicism the state religion, not Christianity, Catholicism. The Roman emperors realized how essential it was to have a unified empire where as many as possible will be of one mind. Come on, let's all get along. Let's merge the cultures and traditions with the Roman Catholic religion. Even today in Africa, that's the battle we have. It doesn't matter how small the community is, you will see a massive Roman Catholic church. The Anglicans and the others are preaching the gospel come out from taking chieftaincy titles and all these things that have a cultic underpinning. In Nigeria now, even a Catholic bishop took on the Orsa title with all the demonic influences. So that's why they're booming everywhere. And people feel like, hey, this is the thing where you can just merge Christianity and everything. And the poor guys preaching the truth don't have all the rich and all the influential and all. Hey, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's the same way it is here in America. You have to be liberal. Otherwise, you're flowing against the grain. The civil and religious leaders saw how important it was for the sake of unity to allow only one religion within the Roman domain. A stringent state policy was implemented to force all non-Christians to accept the state religion. The condition for conversion, of course, made it easy for the pagan population of Rome and elsewhere to accept Christianity. But it wasn't Christianity. Since acceptance of Christianity was made simple, refusal was made difficult. This plan resulted in large numbers of the heathen population within the empire to flock into the membership of the church. These people brought with them many pagan practices and celebrations. You see how these things happen when politics and religion mix. Halloween merely be, being one of them, they merged these celebrations with the church. How could the church deal with this problem? The church realized that to excommunicate these pagans would only reduce the membership of the church. Eh, you need their money. The church had also learned in past times that it was not possible to force the people into discarding all their heathen practices and adopting Roman ones. There remained only one other way. It was reasoned that if a pagan practice or festival could not be forbidden, let it be Christianized. <laughs> you see? Let the recently converted pagans keep certain of their hidden festivals, such as Halloween 
or All Souls Day, but label it Christian. Of course, they were asked not to pray to their ancient pagan gods on this day. They will now use this day to commemorate the death of saints. See how the snake works. He slithers in and makes it palatable. Mm -hmm. In the AD 800s, the Catholic Church established All Saints Day on November 1 so that people could continue a festival they had celebrated before becoming Christians. The Mass that was said on this day was called Al-Halomas. Al-Halomas. The evening before became known all Hallow Even or Halloween. It means hallowed or holy evening. The celebration of Halloween is a survival of ancient pagan beliefs. When the early Catholic Church was unable to stop pagan practices, it accepted them and gave them a religious tune. Well, I don't know that I can get through this. I'll just read a little more and because my time is gone. Most of the ancient symbols and traditions of Halloween still exist today. Youngsters still dress in costume and go trick-or-treating, begging in a sense for food while to refrain from evil deeds. Bible-believing Christians cringe and shudder at the thought of Satan worship and occult rites. But how many of these same people would dress their children as witches, ghosts, skeletons, or devils and send them out to trick or treat? How many smile approvingly at the church or Sunday school and youth organizations that have Halloween parties and sponsor haunted house activities? Can any Christian give any scriptural or even logical reason for participation in or approval of that which is unmistakably associated with paganism, devil worship, witchcraft, and Romanism? Beloved, I'm out of time. We recommend that you get this pamphlet and read it. There is nothing in the Word of God that supports this practice, that supports this celebration. This is Satan creeping into the church as a snake and messing up the worship of God and demonizing the people and breaching the power of God. So we go through the ritual of religion without the power of the Spirit. If you were here, harden not your heart. Repent. Stop all of this. Stop it. Yeah? Have a praise night. Worship God. Have times of intercession. Pray against witchcraft in America. We are raising altars and making decrees that witchcraft will end in America. We are confusing their mirrors, their weapons. Eh? We're nullifying the incantations. Hallelujah. God has given us the authority to do it. We are not afraid. Join us in the war against Satan. 
And may we deliver a kingdom that to Jesus that belongs to him. God bless you.